Then first Oswald, a staggering question. Well, the staggering question is, what in the hell are you doing? Do you even know? What is wrong with you? Can that sinner be turned into a saint? Can he take who you were, who maybe some of you still are, and turn it into one of his saints? He can. Can he do that without you? Really? We have to show up. He can't do shit without you. There's no such thing as once saved, always saved. There's no such thing as losing your salvation. There's one of giving it up. Unless you show up and let him do the work, he can't do it. He can cause you. He can do every mold you, shape you, make you. Unless you show up to let him finish the work, he can't finish it. Why? Number one rule, free will. How's that free will working for you? You're all praying, God, come and fix me. Bet me money you don't want to give up your free will. And yet somehow or another, you want him to fix you? And then you, you think somehow or another, if he actually came and did it, you wouldn't bitch? Because all of a sudden you lost your free will? Like he made me do this? No, he's going to make it available to be done. But it cannot and will not be done unless you show up. Can that re that twisted life be put right? There is only one answer. Oh Lord, you know I don't. You know why? He knows whether you're going to surrender or not. He knows that whether or not you're going to he's going to be what he's going to have to do to, to get you to turn. Do you think God up there wants anybody reprobate? Why would there even be such a thing as reprobate? Because people chose not to listen. It said in Romans 1, they knew everything. And even though they knew him as God, they didn't, didn't serve him as God. They didn't put him as God. So God said, I'm going to have to bring my wrath against this immediately. I gave up everything they needed to prove them to the fact that I was who I was and they didn't listen. So I'm going to have to turn them over to be reprobate. Why? They're going to be completely disqualified because at this point, they don't care. All they cared about is me, 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 me. They get me now. They get to have all the me there is. But now that me no longer has any possibilities of God. Never trample in with religious common sense and say, oh yes, with a little more Bible reading, devotion, prayer, I see how it could be done. I put 20 years in, trust me. I don't see how it's going to be done. It's much easier to do something than to trust in God. We must take panic for inspiration. That is why there's so few fellow workers with God and so many workers for Him. We would rather, we would far rather work for God than believe in Him. Am I quite sure that God will do what I cannot do? Nope. That's the problem. No trust. I despair of men in the degree which I have never realized that God has done anything for me. Is my experience with such a wonderful realization of God's power and might that I could never be in despair of anything? Have I seen him show up and deliver me out of every situation? Yep. So what despair do I have about my God? None. I just sit back, trust, and watch him work. And he shows off all the time, just not to you. Right? Have I had a spiritual work done in me at all? Is my experience such a wonderful realization of God's power and might that I could never despair of anything? Have I had a spiritual work done in me at all? The degree of panic is the degree of the lack of personal experience with God. You panic all the time. Bold, oh my people, I will open your graves. When God wants to show you what human nature is like apart from himself, wants to show you what it's going to look like without him, he has to show it you in yourself. He has to show you just how damn ugly you are. If the Spirit of God has given you a vision of what you are apart from the grace of God, and He only does it when the Spirit is at work, you know where there's no criminal who's half as bad in actuality, reality, as you know yourself to be in possibility. How criminal and deceitful and lying and all the shit you do, all in the name of no one knows. Except me and God, because we hear your thoughts. 
My grave has been opened by God, and I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwells nothing good. So I got to get the hell out of my flesh. God's Spirit continually reveals the human nature is like apart from His grace. He'll let you keep having those little moments that, you know, turn the shit in your mouth. Why? Because you don't seem to want to get out of your own way. Turn to Psalms chapter 4. Four one. Quickly as I can. Hear me when I call, O God, am I righteous? Righteousness, when you've enlarged me when I was in distress, you've had mercy upon me and you hear my prayer. Oh, you sons of men, how long will you turn my glory into shame? How long will you love vanity and seek after leasing? But know that the Lord has set apart him that is godly for himself. The Lord will hear when I call unto him. Stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. There be many that say, who will show us any good? Lord, lift up the light of thy countenance upon us. You have put gladness in my heart more than in the time when the corn and the wine increased. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep for you, Lord, only make me dwell in safety. Five, one. So give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Hearken to the voice of my cry, my King my, and my God. For unto thee will I pray. My voice shall you hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer to you, and I will look up. You are a God that has not pleasure in wickedness, neither shall evil dwell with thee. The foolish shall not stand in your sight. You hate all workers of iniquity. You shall destroy them that speak leasing. The Lord will abhor the bloody and deceitful man. But as for me, I will come into the house in the multitude of thy mercy. And in thy fear, the reverence I will worship towards thy holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness because of my enemies. Make my way straight before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is very wickedness. Their throat is an open soldier. They flatter with their tongue. Destroy them, Lord God. Destroy you them, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Cast them out in the multitude of their transgressions, for they have rebelled against you. But let all those who put their trust in you rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy, because you defend them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in you. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous, and favor will you compass them about as with a shield. 9-1 I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all of thy marvelous works. I will be glad and I will rejoice in thee. I will sing praise to your name, O Lord, O you most high. When my enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. For you have maintained my right and my cause. You sat in the throne judging right. You have rebuked the heathen. You have destroyed the wicked. You have put out their name forever and ever. You, oh, you enemy, destructions are come to a perpetual end. And you have destroyed cities. The memorial is perished for them. But the Lord shall endure forever. He has prepared his throne for judgment. He shall judge the world in righteousness. And he shall minister judgment to the people in uprightness. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed. A refuge in times of trouble. And they that know thy name will put their trust in you. For you, Lord, has not forsaken them that seek you. Sing praises to the Lord, which dwells in Zion. Declare among the people his doings. When he makes inquisition for blood, remember them. He forgets not the cry of the humble. 16. 1. Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. O my soul, you have said unto the Lord, Thou art my Lord, my goodness extends not to thee. But to the saints that are in the earth and to the excellent, in whom is all my delight. Their sorrow shall be multiplied that hasten after another God. Their drink of offerings of blood will I not offer, nor take up their names into my lips. The Lord is the portion of my inheritance and my cup. You maintain my lot. The lines are fallen unto me. Pleasant places, yes, I have goodly heritage. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My reins 
also instruct me in the right the night seasons. I have set the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand, and I shall not be moved. Therefore my heart is glad, and my glory rejoices. My flesh also shall rest in hope. For you will not leave my soul in hell, neither will you suffer your Holy One to see corruption. You will show me the path of life, and the presence is fullness of joy. At the right hand there are pleasures forevermore. 18.1 I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation, and my high tower. I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. The sorrows of death compassed me. The floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. My God. 18 verse 30. As for God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in Him. For who is God save the Lord? Or who is the rock save our God? It is God that girds me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like hinds feet and sets me upon high places. He teaches my hands to war so a bow of steel is broken by my arms. You have also given me the shield of salvation. And the right hand has held me up and thy gentleness has made me great. You have enlarged my steps under me. My feet did not slip. You have pursued my enemies and overtaken them. Neither did I turn again till they were consumed. I have wounded them that were not able to rise, and they have fallen under my feet. For you have girded me with strength into the battle. You have subdued under me those that rose up against me. Yeah. 25. I wish I could sing the song. This is that song. Under thee, O Lord. I lift up my soul. Oh my God, I trust in thee. Let not me be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Yes, let not, not let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress without cause. Show me the ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in the truth and teach me. Thou art the God of my salvation. And on thee do I wait all the day. Remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and loving kindness, for they have been ever old. Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions, according to thy mercy. Remember me for goodness sake, O Lord. God, good and upright is the Lord. Therefore will he teach sinners in the way. The meek will guide, he will guide in judgment. And the meek he will teach his way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth. Unto such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. For thy name's sake, O Lord, pardon my iniquity, for it is great. What man is he that fears the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose. His soul shall dwell at ease, and his seed shall inherit the earth. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. My eyes are ever towards the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet about the net. Turn thee unto me, and have mercy upon me, for I am desolate and afflicted. My troubles of my heart are enlarged. Oh, bring you, out, bring you me out of my distresses. Look upon my affliction and my pain, and forgive, please, my sins. Consider my enemies, for they are many, and they hate me with a cruel hatred. Oh, keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I put my trust in you. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I'm going to wait on you. Redeem Israel, O oh God, out of all of their troubles. Amen. 31. Verse 1, in thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Bow down thy ear to me. Deliver me speedily. Be you then my strong rock for a house of defense to save me. For thou art my rock and my fortress. Therefore, thy name's sake, lead me and guide me. Pull me out of the net they have laid privately for me. For you are my strength. Under thy hand I commit my spirit. Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. I have hated them that regard lying vanities, but I trust in the Lord. I will be glad, rejoice, and have mercy, for thou hast considered my trouble. Thou hast known my soul and adversities. Thou hast not shut me up in the hand of the enemy, and thou hast set my feet in a large room. Amen. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye is consumed with grief, yes, my soul and my belly. For my life is spent with grief. My years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity, and my bones are consumed. I was a reproach among all my enemies. 
but especially among my neighbors and feared my own acquaintance. They did not see me without fled from me. I am forgotten as a dead man out of my mind. I am like a broken vessel, for I have heard the slander of many. Fear was on every side while they took counsel together against me. They devised to take away my life, but I trusted thee, O Lord. I said, thou art my God. My times are in thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from them that are persecute me. Make thy face to shine upon thy servants. Save me for thy mercy's sake. Let me not be ashamed, O Lord, for I have called upon thee. Let the wicked be ashamed. Let them be silent in the grave. Let the king, excuse me, let the lying lips be put to silence and the speak grievous things proudly, contemptuously against the righteous. Oh, how great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee, which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. Thou shalt hide them in the secret of that presence from the pride of man. Thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has showed me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. He has said in thy haste, I am out, cut off from before thy eyes. Nevertheless, thou heard the voice of my supplication when I cried unto thee. Oh, love the Lord, all ye saints. The Lord preserves the faithful and plentifully rewards the proud doer. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all you that hope in the Lord. 34. 17. The righteous cry, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to them that are of a broken heart and saves such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. He keeps all of his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they shall hate the righteous, shall be desolate. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. 37.1 Fret not thyself because of evil doers, neither be envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good, so you shall dwell in the land and truly shall be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him. He shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness and the light and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospers in his way because of the man who brings wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself in any wise to do evil. 37.23 The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not utterly be cast down. The Lord upholds him with his hand. I have been young, now I am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful and lends, and his seed is blessed. Depart from evil and do good, and dwell forevermore. The Lord loves judgment, and forsakes not his saints, for they are preserved forever. But the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous speaks wisdom. His tongue talks of judgment. The law of God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. The wicked watches the righteous and seeks to slay him. But the Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Psalms 56. Verse 1. Be merciful to me, O God, for man would swallow me up. He fights daily, oppresses me. My enemies would daily swallow me up, for they be many that fight against me, O Lord, O Most High. What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I put my trust. I will not fear what the flesh can do to me. Every day they wrestle against my words, their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather themselves together. They hide themselves. They mark my steps when they wait for my soul. Shall they escape my iniquity? In my anger, cast down the people, O God. You tell my wanderings, but you put my tears into a bottle, and they are not. Are they not in a book? 91. He 
that dwells in the secret place the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God and Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. He shall cover thee with feathers, His feathers, and under His wings shall you trust. His truth shall be the shield of the buckler. You shall not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come near thee. Only with thy eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked, because you have made the Lord, which is thy, my refuge, even the most high, your habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague Come near thy dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion, on the adder, the young lion, the dragon shall you trample under your feet, because he has set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him, and I will be with him in trouble, and I will deliver him and honor him, and I will long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Last for 143 in Psalms. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my supplications, and thy faithfulness answer me in thy righteousness. Enter not in judgment with my thy servant, for thy sight shall no man living be justified. For the enemy has persecuted my soul. He has smitten my life down to the ground. He has made me to dwell in darkness as those that have been long dead. Therefore is my spirit overwhelmed within me. My heart within me is desolate. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all thy works. I abuse all the work of thy hands. I stretch forth my hands unto thee. My soul thirsts after thee as a thirsty land. Hear me speedily, O Lord, my spirit fails. Hide not thy patiently, lest I be like them to go down into the pit. Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning, for in thee do I trust. Cause me to know the way where I should walk, for I lift up my soul unto thee. Deliver me, O Lord, from my enemies. I flee unto thee to hide. Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me unto the land of uprightness. Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake. For thy righteousness' sake, bring my soul out of trouble. And out of the mercy, cut off my enemies and destroy all of them that afflict my soul. For I am your servant. Proverbs 3, verse 1. My son, forget not my law, but let thy heart keep my commandments. For length of days, long life and peace shall be they add unto thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them around thy neck. Write them upon the table of your heart. You shall find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. So trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Lean not to your understanding. Lean not to your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. Depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with thy first fruits of all thy increase. So shall thy burns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects even as a father, the son in whom he delights. Proverbs 11. Verse 1. A false balance is an abomination of the Lord. A just weight is his delight. When pride comes, then comes shame. But the lowly is wisdom. The integrity of the upright shall guide them, but the perverseness of the transgressors shall destroy them. Riches profit not the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the perfect shall direct his way, but the wicked shall fall by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright shall deliver them, but the transgressors shall be taken to their own naughtiness. When a wicked man dies, his expectation shall perish, and the hope of the unjust man perishes. The righteous, though, is delivered out of trouble, and the wicked come in his stead. A hypocrite with his mouth destroys his neighbor, but through knowledge shall the just be delivered. 
when it goes well with thy righteousness, thy city rejoices. And when the wicked perish, there is shouting. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. He that is void of wisdom despises his neighbor, but a man of understanding holds his peace. A tale-bearer reveals secrets, but he that is a faithful spirit conceals the matter. Where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. He that is a surety for a stranger shall smart for it. He that hates surety, surety ship is sure. A gracious woman retains honor. A strong man retains riches. The merciful man does good to his own soul, but he that is cruel troubles his own flesh. The wicked works a deceitful work, but to him that sows righteousness shall be a sure reward. As righteousness tends to life, so he that pursues evil pursues it to his own death. They that are of a forward heart are an abomination to the Lord, but such as are upright in their way are in his, are his delight. Though hand joined in hand, the wicked shall not be unpunished, but the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. As a jewel of gold and a swine's snout is a fair woman, which is without discretion. The desire of the righteous is only good, but the expectation of the wicked is wrath. There is that scatters and yet increases. There is that withholds more than is meet or necessary, but it tends to poverty. The liberal, the liberal soul shall be made fat, and the, he that waters shall be watered himself. He that withholds corn, the people shall curse him, but blessings shall be upon the head of him that sells it. He that diligently seeks good pro, procures favor, but he that seeks his mischief shall, become, shall come unto him. He that trusts in his riches shall fall, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. He that troubles his own house shall inherit the wind. The fool shall be a servant to the wise of the heart. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that wins souls is wise. Behold, the righteous shall be recompensed to the earth, much more the wicked and the sinner. 13.1 A wise son hears his father's instruction. A scorner hears not the rebuke. A man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth, but the soul of the transgressors shall eat violence. He that keeps his mouth keeps his life, but he that opens his mouth as his lips shall have destruction. The soul of the sluggard desires and has nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. A righteous man hates lying, but a wicked man is loathsome and comes to shame. Righteousness keeps him that is upright in the way, but wickedness shall overthrow the sinner. There is that that makes oneself rich, yet has nothing. There is him that makes himself poor, and yet has great riches. Mm -hmm. Isaiah 55. Verse 6. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and let the righteous man his thoughts. And let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Amen. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than yours. For as the rain comes down, and the snow from heaven, and returns not thither, but waters the earth, and makes it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. It shall prosper in the thing where I said it. For you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you. The singing and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the fir tree. Instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. And it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Isaiah 1, verse 16. I'm sorry, Romans 1, 16. Sorry. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God and salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first, but also to the Greek. For there it is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Romans 3.21 But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by the faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all that believe. For there is no difference. For all have sinned and come in short of the glory of God, which will being justified freely by His grace 
through the redemption that's in Christ, even though we've been sinned and come short of the glory of God, we've been justified. Amen. Whom God has set forth to be the propitiation through faith in His blood, to declare the righteousness for the remission of sins that are past, and through the forbearance of God, to declare, I say at this time, His righteousness, that He might be just and the justifier of him that believes in Jesus. Amen. Romans 6.1 what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein in the sin? Know you not that so many of us that were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore, we are buried with him by the baptism of death, that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in a newness of life. For if we've been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Yes. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin that we had might be destroyed, yes. that henceforth from now on we should not serve sin, for he is that is dead is freed from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, Amen. knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him. For that he died, he died, and the sin once. But then that he lives, he lives unto God permanently. Amen. Likewise, reckon you yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive unto God through Christ Jesus our Lord. Let not then serve sin, therefore reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it and its lusts thereof. Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you. You're not under the law, but you're under the grace. Romans, or excuse me, 1 Corinthians 1, verse 18. For the preaching of the cross to them that perish is foolishness. But in us that are saved is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. So where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is this so-called disputer of the world? Has God not made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save those that believe. Amen. For the Jews require a sign. The Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified under the Jews a stumbling block and under the Greeks foolishness. But are them which are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God because the foolishness of God is still wiser than men and the weakness of God is still stronger than men. First yeah. Corinthians 2, 1. And brethren, I came to you now with excellency of speech or wisdom declaring in you the testimony of God. For I determined not to do anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in your weakness and your fear and in your trembling. But my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but it was in the demonstration of the spirit and the power that your faith would never stand in the wisdom of men, but your faith would stand in the power of God. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 8. We would, brethren, that you have of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure, above strength, insomuch we even despaired of life. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we would learn not to trust in ourselves, but... In God who raised the dead, who delivered us from such a great death and does deliver, in whom we can trust that he still will deliver us. Amen. Knowing he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You also helping together by prayer for us that the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many persons, thanks, may be given by many on our behalf to God. Amen. Three, one. Do we begin to commend ourselves or need we as others? Some letters of recommendation to you? Or recommendations from you? You are our letter, our epistle, written in our hearts, known and read of all men. For as much as you are manifestly declared to be the, the epistle, the letter of Christ, ministered by us, written now with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in the fleshly tables of the heart. For such trust we have through Christ to God. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God, Amen. who has made us able ministers of the New Testament, yes. not to the letter, but to the Spirit. Not to the letter, yes. but to the Spirit. Amen. For the letter is going to kill, but the Spirit's going to give life. 4.8. We're troubled every side, yet 
not distressed, perplexed, not despair, persecuted, not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. Amen. We know what we call that? We call that life. Yes. Right? Yes. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also might be made manifest in our body. Amen. For we which live are always going to be delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh, that we be die, dying daily, that others might get to see the life daily. So we then, death works in us, but life in you. We have the same spirit of faith, according as written, I believe, and therefore we have spoken, we also believe, therefore we speak. Yes. Amen. Knowing he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise us up also by Jesus and shall present us with you. Amen. For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through thanksgiving of many others redound to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man is perishing, we're getting older. Yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. <clears throat> for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Yeah. Well, we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. The things that are seen are temporary, brief and fleeting, but the things which are not are eternal. Amen. They're everlasting. 5.11 Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we're out persuading men. We are made manifest to God and also to us for manifest of consciences. I'm going to go out and be an example of God. Not only to God as my witness, but to others that can deceive me that they would see I'm of God. But I'm going to go try to save other people's lives by telling them the truth. For we commend not ourselves again unto you, but give you an occasion to glory on our behalf, that you may have something to answer them, which glory in appearance only and not in heart. For whether we be beside ourselves, it's to God. Whether we be sober, it's for your cause. For the love of Christ constrains all of us, because we thus judge. If one died for all, then we're all dead. And that he that died for all, they which live, for henceforth should not live unto themselves. But from now on, him that died for them and rose again. So therefore, though we know man after the flesh, yes, though we've known Christ after the flesh, we've read of the Gospels, yes. yet now, henceforth, we know him no more as the Gospels, we know him as the Spirit of God. Yes. Yes. 2 Corinthians 10. Verse 3. So, for though we're going to walk in the flesh, we're not going to war after it. Yes. The weapons we're warfare are not carnal. The weapons of warfare are mighty through God and pulling down a stronghold, casting down any imaginations and every high thing. Hear this quickly. He didn't say casting down imaginations, period. He said casting down imaginations that are exalted between you and the knowledge of God. Yes. So, selfish imaginations. Vain imaginations and high things that exalt itself between the knowledge and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and then having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Amen. Let's go to Galatians 3. I'm sorry. 2 Corinthians 13, my bad, verse 4. For though Christ was crucified through weakness, yet he lives by the power of God. For we also are weak in him, but also we shall live with him by the power of God. The power of God towards you. So examine yourselves, <clears throat> whether you be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know you not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, unless you're a reprobate. Yes. But I trust that you shall know we're not reprobate. But now I pray to God that you do no evil, that you should appear, not that you would appear approved, but that you should do that which is honest, even though you might be considered reprobate. For we do nothing against the truth. All we ever do is for the truth. For we are glad that we are weak and we are strong, and you are strong. And this also we wish even for your perfection. Therefore I write these things being absent, lest being present I should use a sharpness according to the power which the Lord has given me for your edification. And not for your destruction. Amen. Don't make me say bummer. <laughs> Galatians 3.15 Brethren, I speak after the manner of men, though it be a man's covenant. Yet if it be confirmed, no man can disannul or add anything to it. Amen. Ten commandments, ten commandments are here for a reason. Yeah. You can't add to it. They are what they are. What have we done? Added to them. Yeah. So now, to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He says not to seeds as of many, but as of one. And I see that seed is Christ. And I say that the covenant that was confirmed before God in Christ, 
the law was 430 years after. So that cannot disannul that it should make the promise of no effect. The promise was given to us 430 years before the covenant, the Ten Commandments were given. So we've had the covenant longer we've had them. Yes. So promises are going to be the inheritance wouldn't just be in the law, be of the promises. So if the inheritance be of the law, it's no more of the promise, but God gave it to Abraham by promise. Amen. So wherefore then serves the law? Why does he therefore serve the law? It was added because of transgressions. Because people kept doing whatever they want to do, and they needed some rules, right? Yes. yes. Till the seed should come to whom the promise was made, Christ, and was ordained by angels in the hand of a mediator. Now a mediator is not a mediator of one, but God is one. Amen. Is the law that against the promises of God? God forbid. For if we had been a, a law given which could have brought life, truly, righteousness would have been by the law. But Scripture has concluded, all of us under sin, that the promise by faith of Christ might be given to them that believe. If we believe, we get the faith of Christ. Amen. But therefore, but before faith came, we were kept under that law, shut up under faith, which should be afterwards be revealed. Therefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by that faith. But after the faith came, we're no longer under that schoolmaster. Amen. Amen. Ephesians 1, 15. Therefore, I also, after heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love to all the saints, I'm going to cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you a spirit of wisdom, also a spirit of revelation and the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding might be enlightened that you may know what the hope of this calling is and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance of the saints might be for you and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us that we have if we believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places far above principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world but also in the world which is to come and he has put all things under his feet and gave them to be the head over all things to the church. So the feet are part of us. We're the body. Amen. All this stuff has been put underneath us. Yes. We don't live like that, do we? No. Which is his body, the fullness of him that fills all in all. Philippians 3. 1. Finally, not but close. Maybe not. <clears throat> Finally, my brother, rejoice in the Lord to write the same things to you. To me, indeed, it's not grievous, but it's good and it's safe for you. Amen. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the concision. For we are the circumcision which worship God and the Spirit, rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have had no confidence in the flesh. Paul says, though I might also have had some confidence in the flesh, if any other man think that he has more of, he might trust in the flesh, I the more. In other words, I did it better than anybody else I know. Right? Yes. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, and touching the law, a Pharisee, a teacher, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness, which is by the law. Mm, blameless. <laughs> but what things were gained to me, all those, all those acc accolades and all that resume, those things that were gained to me, he says very simply, I count them as nothing, as a loss for Christ. Yes, doubtless I count all things, but a loss for the angels say the knowledge of the Lord Jesus, for whom I do count them as manure, that I may win Christ. Amen. That he may then be found, that I might be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is the law, but that which is through the faith, faith of Christ. The righteousness, which is of faith, by the faith of God. That I may know him, the power of his resurrection. Fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable to his death. If by any means I might attain to the resurrection of the dead, not as though I'd already attained, neither were already perfect, but I follow after. I follow after. Amen. If and I may apprehend that for which I'm all apprehended of Christ Jesus. Yes. Brethren, to follow after, I have to count myself not to have already apprehended. But there's one thing I gotta do. I gotta forget that crap from mine. Yes. God, that's like simple. I can't get there until I forget. And I have to reach forward to those things that are before. So I'm going to press forward to the mark of the high prize of the calling of God in Christ Jesus. And let us, therefore, as many of us be perfect for mature, let us be thus minded. And if anything be otherwise minded, God shall even listen unto us. So nevertheless, where to have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. Amen. 
Second Thessalonians. Verse 11. Sam, stop. Wherefore also we pray always for you, that our God would count you worthy of this calling. Fulfill all of the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of the faith with power in you. That the time to in the name of the Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you and him, Amen. according to the praise of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. First Timothy 1 Timothy 1.12 And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has enabled me for that which he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. Who was a blasphemer and a persecutor, injurious, I obtained mercy, <laughs> because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. The grace of our Lord Jesus was exceedingly abundant with faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. Amen. This is a faithful saying, worthy of all exception, that Christ came into the world to save sinners, who I'm one of the worst, chief, he says. Howbeit for this cause, I obtained mercy, that in me first Jesus might be show forth all long suffering for a pattern to them, which you hereafter believe on him to the ever life, life everlasting. So he's wanting all the people that have been beat up the most to be first so that he can show others that they got hope. Amen. Now to the king eternal immortal, invisible, the only wise God be honored and glory forever and ever, and let that be so. This charge I commit to thee, my son Timothy. Amen. According to the prophecies which went on before thee, that you might war good warfare, holding faith and good conscience, and as some have put away concerning the faith, they have made a shipwreck of their life. Of whom is Hymenus and Alexander, who I have delivered to Satan, that they might learn not to blaspheme anymore. Four one. Now the Spirit speaks expressly that a lot of times shall come, some shall come to depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits, doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats, which God has created to be received with thanksgiving of them that believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, and nothing is to be refused if it has been received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. So if you put the brethren in remembrance of these things, you shall be a good minister of Christ, nourished up with the words of faith and of good doctrine, where do you have attained? But refuse the profane and old wise fables. Exercise yourself rather than godliness. For bodily exercise profits little, but godliness profits unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and of the one that is to come. For therefore we both labor and suffer reproach. The faithful saying, we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God who is the Savior of all men and especially of those of us that believe. These things I ask that you command and teach. First Timothy 6, 17. Charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high-minded nor trust in uncertain riches, but trust in the living God who has given us richly all things to enjoy. That they would do good, they'd be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. So, O Timothy, keep that which is committed to your trust. Avoid profane and vain babblings and oppositions, the science falsely so called, which some professing have erred concerning the faith. And I ask that grace be with you. Again, amen. amen. Second Timothy 1 6. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that you would stir up the gift of God and present thee by the putting on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and of love and of sound mind. So be not therefore ashamed of the destiny of our Lord, nor be his prisoner. Be a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us, called us, and has done that with a holy calling, not according to obviously our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before the world even began. But now, as we made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Isn't that something? You were chosen before the foundation of the world, and you're still not trying to work it out. And I guess I just like being drafted to the NFL to get the show up for practice. Hebrews 2, verse 9. We see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of a death crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. For it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons and daughters to glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect. Both he that sanctifies and they who are sanctified are all one. 
For which cause he's not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the church, and I will sing praise unto thee. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children which God has given to me. Amen. Hebrews 10, 32. But call to remembrance the former days, when after you were illuminated, you endured a great flight, fight of affliction, partly while you were made gazing stock by both reproaches and afflictions, and partly while you became companions of those that did this. For you had compassion to me in my bonds, and took joyfully, <clears throat> took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that you have heaven, a better and more enduring substance. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which is a great recompense reward. For you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For a little while, he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. Amen. But if a man draw back, my soul will have no pleasure in him. But if we are not of them who draw back into perdition, but we are of them who are the believing of the soul. Amen. 11, Amen. 1. Now faith is the substance of hope for, evidence of things not seen. For it by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen are not made of the things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than, than Cain, by which he obtained witness. He was righteous, God testifying of his gifts. And by it, being dead, he still speaks. By Enoch was translated. He should not see death and was not found because God translated him. For before his translation, he had a testimony that pleased God because he walked with him for 300 years. Yes. But without faith, it was impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe first that God is God, that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not yet seen, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by which he condemned the world and became the heir of righteousness, which was by that faith. First mm -hmm. Peter. Chapter 3. Chapter 1. I'm sorry, verse 3. Blessed be God the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has, forgot, has begotten us again into a living hope of the resurrection of, the, of Christ from the dead to an inheritance uncorruptible, undefiled, fades not away, but reserved in heaven just for you, Amen. who are kept by the power of God through the faith and the salvation ready to be revealed in these last times. Wherein you greatly rejoice, even though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith be much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found in the praise and honor and the glory of the appearing of Jesus, whom having not seen you love, in whom, though now you see him not, yet you believe, and rejoice with a joy that's unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify, would have testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should, should be followed. Amen. Unto whom it was revealed that not in themselves, but unto us, did he minister the things which are now reported to you by them that have preached the gospel unto you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven, which things the angels are desiring even to look unto. 1 Peter 3, 1 Peter, sorry, 2.1. Wherefore lay aside all malice, guile, hypocrisies, envies, evil speakings, as newborn babes, babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby, if so be you have tasted the Lord is good. Yes. To whom coming, the Lord coming, as into a living stone, disallowed in need of men, but chosen of God of precious. You also, as living stones, are built up, a spiritual household, a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable to God by Christ. Wherefore also is it contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay inside a chief cornerstone, elect and precious, and that he that believes on him shall not be confounded. Unto you, though, therefore which believe, he's precious. For them which be disobedient to the soul, which the builders disallow, the same is made the head of the corner. Right. Stone of stumbling, a rock of offense, even them which stumble at the word, being disobedient. Wherefore also they were appointed. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, which you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of that darkness into his marvelous light, yes. which in time past you were not a people, yes. but now you are the people of God, yes. which has not obtained, had not obtained mercy, but now you've obtained that mercy. Yes. Dearly beloved, I'm going to beg you 
as strangers and pilgrims. Abstain from your fleshly lusts, which war against your soul, having your conduct honest among the world, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. Peter 4.12. Beloved, I think about strange when a fiery trial is going to try you as though some strange thing were happening to you. But rejoice that as much as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. Amen. But if you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are you. Yeah. Amen. Hmm. Happy are you. For the spirit of glory and God rests upon you. On their part he's evil spoken of. But on your part, he gets to be glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, thief, evildoer, or busybody in some other man's affairs. Yet if any man suffers a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. For the time has come that judgment must begin in the house of God, and if it first begins in us, what should be the end of those that have made not the gospel? And if righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Therefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. First John. One five. This then is the message which you've heard of him and declared to you that God is light and in, there, in him there is no darkness. Amen. We say that we have fellowship with him and we walk in the darkness. We're liars and don't know the truth. But if we walk in the light as he's in the light we have fellowship with him and one another, the blood of Christ, his son cleanses us from our sin. We say we have no sin. We deceive ourselves again and the truth is not in us. If we confess we have sins. He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to once again not only cleanse us from our sin, but cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. Amen. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. 2.15 So love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father isn't in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, these things are not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world's going to pass away and all the lusts they're ever going to pass away with it. But he that does the will of God abides forever. 3.18 My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and truth. Hereby we know that we're of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. But beloved, if your heart condemn you not, then you can have confidence towards God. And whatever we ask, we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do the things that are pleasing in his sight. So he wants to give us what we need. Amen. And this is the commandment that we should believe in the name of the Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us this commandment. And he that keeps this commandment dwells in him, and he in turn dwells in return in him. And hereby we know that, we, that he abides in us because of the spirit that he's given to us. 5.1 Whosoever believes in Jesus is the Christ is born of God and everyone that loves him that begot him loves also the begotten of him by this we know that we love the children of God and, we, and when we love God we keep his commandments for this is the love of God that we would keep the commandments and his commandments wouldn't be grievous but whosoever is born of God overcomes the world this victory that overcomes the world is even our faith so he that overcomes the world is he that believes that Jesus is the son of God Verse 9, if we receive the witness of men, what they say about this, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God which he has testified of his Son. He that believes in the Son of God has witness in himself. And he that believes not God has made him a liar. Because he believes not the record that God gave his Son. And this is the record that God has given to us eternal life, and this life was in his Son. And he that both has the Son has life, and he that has not the Son of God has not life. So these things I've written unto you that believe on the name of Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and then you may believe on the name of the Son of God. And this is that confidence we talked about that you can have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have his petitions that we desire of him. Verse 18, now we know that whatsoever is born of God is then going to sin not. But he that is begotten of God keeps himself, and that wicked one touches him not. And we know that we're of God, and the whole world lies in wickedness. And we know that the Son of God is come and has given to us an understanding, that we may know him that is true, and we may know that we are in him that is true, even in his Son, Jesus Christ, 
And this is the true God, and this is eternal life. So, children, my gosh, keep yourself away from your idols. Amen. Amen. That's your message. Father, we come before you tonight and say thank you, Lord, for this time. Lord, uh, that was a whew, that was a whirlwind, but thank you, Jesus. Um, that message to me, Father, is just like the ones we've received this this week so far. It's all about us getting our our eyes on you and you alone. So we give you praise, we give you thanks, give you honor and glory for all that you're doing in and through our lives, Father, and ask that you help us by being the guide, be the light, be the leader, if you will, Lord, to cause us to become triumphant, knowing that this is our will. We want this, Lord. We're not asking you to do it for us. We're asking you, Lord God, to meet us there and teach us how to do this ourselves. It's about your spirit being able to be a permission to have the right to make the changes that need to be made. So we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory for all these things. We ask, Lord God, you give us supernatural rest as we prepare for another day of work and a weekend ahead. We do this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.